Good morning. This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook. And I'm reading the Daily Hebrew Declaration for today, March the 21st, 2020. The three Hebrew letters that we're honoring today are Gimel, Shin, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of Might, and the Spirit of Counsel. The Daily Declaration today reads this, Gimel is running, walking towards us, ready for us to unpack the supplies we need. Shin is sealed and stamped into our hearts to identify us in the realms of heaven and all of creation. A humbled and renewed mind, united with the Holy Ghost, where we have access to divine secrets and mysteries. It's funny, I was sitting here today preparing to do the, the podcast and struggling a little bit just in the, in the uh, aspect of all the things that are currently going on. And I love the way that Michelle wrote this uh, today with regards to the first part of this with Gimel. We've talked an awful lot about Gimel and how Gimel is the journey and it's the supply for that journey. But I like the way she said this today because she said Gimel is running, walking towards us, ready for us to unpack the supplies we need. And I know that we've talked a lot about that here in the last few days in how that the, 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 the Gimel carries the camel, if you will, which is another uh, uh, interpretation of Gimel, uh, is, is there having the supply. But this goes one step further because Gimel, the camel, if you will, is there waiting for us to unpack the supplies that we need. And so it's it's a it's the next step, if you will, in the responsibility of this process. There seems to be one kind of word that or one kind of focus that I know that Yahweh's had for me over the last several months, especially. And that's the word responsibility. I've uh, thought about it in a good bit. And, and even during the time when we were in Orlando and we were speaking at the conference down there in Glorifier Church, one of the things that kept coming out was the responsibility of us as believers and as sons, kings, heirs, and priests of Almighty Yahweh, and that Yahweh has taken care of everything that we need. And there's just the next step of this. Let's unpack. Let's unpack it and begin to open it up and begin to see, okay, Yahweh, how can I appropriate your word? How can I appropriate what you've given me? Because you've given me the opportunity to be able to do, to be able to move, to be able to uh, have supply that I can, I can step into the next part of this. You see, Shin is sealed and stamped into our hearts to identify us in the realms of heaven and all creation. You see, the fire of Almighty Yahweh, Shin not only talks about, um, you know, one of the literal meanings of Shin is actually a tooth, and it also means fire. And I remember when Yahweh first was revealing to me Shin, I asked, you know, Yahweh, those two seem so totally opposite. And then I got to thinking about it. Well, both consume. Teeth consume as we grab a hold of something and we begin to eat and and it becomes nutrition inside of our bodies. If you will, it becomes a fire. It becomes the energy that our body needs to be able to move and to do. Fire, on the other hand, also consumes, but it does it from a different perspective. You see, the fire in this case will take matter from one thing and turn it into another. Well, funny enough, the same thing's true when we eat. 
because we're taking matter, food, and it's changed from that food into something that our body can then use. So both of them are using the same process, just from a slightly different perspective. So when Yahweh began to show to me about Shin, I began to realize that Shin was an action word. Shin was a responsibility word because it required a response from me. Now, my body automatically will, will take care of the things that it needs to. As I take in food, the body will break it down and uh, begin to appropriate the things in that food that, my, that is necessary for the energy that I need. But those processes are in place and there's still a process of it walking through as it's digested through my body. Are you guys getting the picture here? Same thing goes true with the fire. When I throw wood on the fire, then the wood itself will begin to change from the state that it's been in into a new state, which is carbon. And all that's left is carbon once that piece of wood has been burnt to a place where it is no longer, no longer looks the way that it did before. But yet, you take that carbon, put it under great pressure, and guess what happens? You have a diamond. And so yet one more time, it changes its reflection yet again. It changes the way that it looks. It changes form. It is transfigured from a piece of wood into a beautiful diamond. So you see what we're saying? You see what I'm saying here in this place of what Yahweh is telling us here? This shin, this unpacking of the things that Gimel has already provided for us is the place where the shin then enacts that, that responsibility of then using that and allowing it to be changed into something completely different from what it appeared to be in the beginning. See, it is, it's, it's, it's inconceivable for man, at least in our, our, in our finite minds, at least in our fleshly minds, to be able to comprehend all the things that Yahweh has set apart for us, all the things that Yahweh has done for us, and all the things that Yahweh has said that we are and, and what we have and so on. It is totally inconceivable in our fleshly minds, but through the mind of the spirit, through the place of Resh, because that's the last part of this, Resh, putting on the mind of Christ, that humbled and renewed mind united with the Holy Ghost, where we have access to divine secrets and mysteries. You see, we begin to see the truth behind what was there. It's not just the word that's on the page. It's not just a word that we heard from someone. It becomes revelation. It becomes a fire that's been shut up in our bones that, that begins to consume and change that word into something much greater than what it was just from hearing the word itself. Because suddenly now it becomes alive. The word is, the word is alive and sharper than two, any two-edged sword. You guys have heard that scripture over and over again. And it talks about it's able to divide between soul and spirit, bone and marrow, and the thoughts and intents of the heart. And so the word of God is able to transform and to be able to change something. And this is the fire of what we're talking about today. This is the divine secrets that Yahweh has provided and the mysteries that only us as kings are able to search it out. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter and it is the glory of kings to search it out. Ladies and gentlemen, we are kings and priests in the kingdom of Almighty Yahweh. We are the ones who are standing beside Gimel right now, unpacking the things that Yahweh is showing us. We've got a beautiful time right now in the entire world where everybody is in a place where they're, they're they have time to be alone. 
They have time to be with family and to be able to interact with family. We have time to be able to spend time with Almighty Yahweh in a way that we've never had before because we've been so busy. We've been had so much going on. And, and Yahweh is saying, here, here is an opportunity because I want you to unpack the secrets, the mysteries, and the riddles that I have provided for you. Because Gimel is going to show you one thing, and you're going to pull off of Gimel and begin to see something. But spend a little bit of time with it. Look at what Gimel is showing you. Look at my word and the word that I'm telling you about. And you'll begin to unpack that word. You'll begin to open up that word. And that word's going to begin to transfigure. Not only the word itself transfiguring, but you will transfigure. You will change states from one thing into another. This won't be but a pile of flesh. We will now become a a, a diamond and the diamond of Almighty Yahweh. Now, I had a really good friend that uh, spoke this the other day, and and I wasn't going to talk about this, but yet I feel like Yahweh is bringing this up. And I'm going to go ahead and say this, but it was... Uh, I, I didn't have a chance to ask her if, it, if I had permission to use her name. So in this case, I'll just say a very good friend of mine. But I do want to share what she was talking about. This is out of the out of Second uh, Ezra or Esdras. Now, this is a part of some of the Greek canonized Bibles and not necessarily part of our King James. However, it is scripture nonetheless from King Ezra himself, or he was the one that was attributed to saying this. And look at this last part of what he's saying here. He says this, sorrows have passed, and in the end is showed the treasure of immortality. Sorrows are past, and in the end is showed the treasure of immortality. Now, the scripture goes on to share a whole lot more than this, but we're running out of time. Check it out. It's 2 Ezra uh, 8, verses 48 through 54, and come alive in what it's speaking about. You guys have a great day. We will see you again tomorrow.